We now come to the last verses in this book of James, and we thank the Lord for this journey so far, and we have learned so, so many things in this book. Um, and as we conclude our devotional in the book of James today, let me read James chapter 5, verses 19 to 20, and what a beautiful topic or subject to end this book, especially when we end this by encouraging us to really help others to know the Lord Jesus Christ, rescue them through the gospel. James chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. My brothers, if anyone among you wonders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. So James is concluding this book with this particular truth. Let us win back those who are wandering, winning back the wanderer. Perhaps severe hardships have a heavy toll upon many of the believers during the time that James wrote this epistle so that they were affected in their faith. They stumbled and wandered away. And even when we look around in our churches, in our communities today, we maybe have people in our minds that uh, were faithful in the past, but we cannot see them anymore because they have been pulled away or carried away by the things of the world. Or maybe these people may never be true believers at all, but merely part of the organized community. They are just going into the community before, interested in other things, but they did not continue because they have not really believed the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior personally. So they wandered away after false beliefs or teachings. And this is really a concern for us today because in the internet, in the news and in TV, in many, many platforms, social uh, media platforms, we hear a lot of teachings. And if we are not careful, these are not really biblical. It sounds like they are teaching the Bible, but if we discover and, and scrutinize closely, we know that they are not really teaching the Bible that, uh, that fairly or truly. Um, instead of abandoning these people, James enjoined us that we must pursue them relentlessly. James declared that whoever br brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Now, we are not told here how and when they will come again, but we are just exhorted by James to do some kind of, some kind of effort to attempt to bring them back, not to abandon them, not to just um, forget them. To restore these sinful wanderers must be done with great love and concern. We love their souls, and that should be the reason behind why we should be concerned to them, because we love their souls. And there is a um, statement that James said here that we are covering a multitude of sin. They are saved from death and we have covered them with, from the multitude of sin. That is, there should not be a spirit of condemnation, judgment, or arrogance in our hearts as we approach to them, that we are superior to them. But there should be a sincere interest 
and a loving effort to help someone else. Paul has similarly enjoined us with this kind of attitude in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, when he said, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep what's on yourself, lest you too be tempted, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. The important thing here is not just we, we do attempt to win them back, but to have that proper attitude of meekness, gentleness, that we are not posing ourselves that we are better or above, above them. It takes really the love from God, and this love is not inherent in us. It's the fruit of the Spirit. Some strongly suggest that these guys are not really Christians at all. They are not believers. So when they are won back, we, their souls will be saved from death, which is likely eternal death. Because they are non-believers who came so near, near to Christ, but they, they, they were not able to cross over into that sincere commitment of faith. Now, some, some people, some Christians I know are like that. They are so thankful that they had an opportunity again to hear the gospel because maybe when they were in high school or in the university days, they were invited to some Christian fellowship and they were very active during the time. And then after they graduated, they stopped attending those fellowships. They are not attending church anymore because they were not converted. They were not Christians in the first place. They were just excited to be part of the fellowship during those university days. But somehow, they were invited again. And after maybe 10 to 20 years, and they have understood the gospel and trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, and they became Christians. So we should not judge people. We should not write off people that they are hopeless. We should have that love. The love of Christ should compel us. We should love to see them, to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we have to take some effort to win them back to the Lord. At the end of the day, James did encourage us to do whatever it takes to rescue those who are lost especially those who are wandering from us. We can throw the gospel lifeline to them, to those who are drowning in, in sin. And let's remember, only God could remove the scales from their eyes and bring conviction to their hearts so that only God can bring them back to his fold, to the community of believers. In other words, we are not to dilute the truth and manipulate their hearts. Remember, it's the gospel that's saved. It's not because of our sales talk or our manipulative skills. We are not selling anything to them. We are not peddlers of the gospel, are we? We are witnesses. So let's witness to them the truth that Jesus is real. Jesus was once in the history of mankind more than 2,000 years ago, died at the cross 
And on that cross, he said, it is finished. And he was buried. And he rose again the third day to conquer sin, death, and hell. And if anybody will believe in him, we'll have eternal life. And if you are listening right now, and you have not done it, so maybe you have listened to a lot of sermons, you have attended a lot of fellowship or churches in the past, but you have not come really to that decision to believe in Christ. And perhaps the Lord has opened your eyes this morning and that you realize that you are a sinner. You need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to repent of your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ alone and what he did at the cross. And you can be forgiven of all your sins. And the Bible tells us that as many as received him, to them give you power to become one of his children. So this is the truth. This is the gospel. And this is the only power unto salvation. So my dear brethren, in the Lord, my dear friends, let's always throw the lifeline of the gospel. There are so many souls out there floating. They are waiting for the lifeline so that they will be able to have that the chance and the opportunity to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that God will remove the scales from their eyes so that the gospel will be open and clear to them. Some of us have loved ones like that, but let's not stop. Let's be relentless. Let's be prayerful. Let's not stop begging God because God is not unrighteous to, uh, or God does not want to that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. We believe that God desires that sinners will be converted. Sinners will come unto him. That's his purpose, why he came to this world, right? He came not for the righteous, but for the unrighteous. He came for the lost. And let it be that that would be our passion, that would be our desire to draw people unto the Lord Jesus Christ by our witness. So as we close this book, let it be that this will be our concern today to win the lost to the, towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if we are doing it, we have brought back a sinner, a dead person to have life. What a beautiful privilege we have. We are not just changing behaviors of people here. We are assuring people because of the gospel from death unto life, transforming their lives from death to become alive in the Lord Jesus Christ. And only God can do it through his gospel, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And let it be that we will embrace this holy in our hearts, that the love of Christ will compel us, the love for souls, because this is the only hope that this world needs the gospel. Let, let us pray. Father, thank you that we can end this book of James this morning with this challenge, Lord, to be faithful as proclaimers and witnesses of the gospel. That if anyone had in mind today so burdened because of some friends close to us, Lord, who are wandering in sin, they are lost. Help us, Lord, to pursue them because of the love that you have placed in our hearts. You promise, Lord, that you will 
you will save them when you're fully through the gospel. The gospel is the power into salvation to them who believes. I pray, dear Father, that you use each one of us to be a channel of the gospel message that many from our family, from our friends, from our offices, wherever we go, that many can hear the gospel and be saved and for the Lord. Because you are not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.